them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. My name's Kat. My name's Wendy. My name is Tara. On today's episode, (laughs) we're going to be talking about movies coming out in 2020 that we are excited about. We're also going to be talking about our favorite coming out moments in TV and film and maybe otherwise. Life. (laughs) (laughs) What other coming out times are we talking about? You'll have to wait to uh, find out. Mm-hmm. Because first, we're going to talk about movies. So there are a slew, I'm going to say, of new movies coming out that we know about. I'm sure there's some that we that will surprise us that we don't know about yet. But Hollywood Reporter came out with a list of anticipated movies. Some of them we've already talked about, but uh, we each decided we're going to pick some that we are most excited about and discuss them. I think we might have some overlaps. I'm sure we'll have overlaps. But we will find out. Uh, Who wants to go first? I have my list handy. I can go whenever. Wendy, you have your iPad there? I do. Why don't you... uh... I have an iPad. (laughs) It's a hand-me-down, but it's an iPad. (laughs) Why don't you uh, you take us through your list? Well, I'll go no particular order. What if technology failed you? Then what would you do? (laughs) I'd use my memory... In the words of Anthony Hopkins, in the great remains of the day, I'm organized in my mind. Wow. Okay, then. Okay. Love that quote. <laughs> it's an excuse to be messy, by the way. That's what oh. I live for that. Hmm. So uh, my fifth most anticipated film, and for one reason only, Ghostbusters. Ah. What is that mm. reason? Carrie Coon. Carrie mm. Coon. I've mentioned the Carrie Coon before. You have. She's in it. That's why I'm anticipating it. That's great. Number... Not because... Uh, men are better than women um, for Ghostbusters? Yeah, because you hate women, right? Right. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I love the female Ghostbusters. I love that movie. Because women shouldn't do comedy. That's true. Women should should only look like sexy and stand around (laughs) and be window dressing. Women are not funny and they cannot be uh, like action heroes. Mm, That's right. Obviously. Obviously. We hate women action heroes on this podcast. (laughs) Anti-women on this podcast. (laughs) So... I guess my second most anticipated, because I really don't know much about it, and I don't think many people do, is Tenant by Ooh, yes. Christopher Nolan. That looks really cool. I'm a fan of the Nolan family, as they were partially responsible for Person of Interest. Sure. Jonah Nolan. But uh, Tenant, I saw a preview for that before, I believe it was Star Wars. Yeah. Was like I a, don't know what's happening. It was an entire scene, wasn't it? Uh, There's the, like these guys yeah. running around, they have guns. Yeah, I don't remember. It was I was all hyped for Star Wars. I just knew it in treat. But like of all the trailers of the fifty billion trailers we saw before Star Wars, that's the one that stuck with me. Yeah, that I was intrigued by. So You're right, the, yeah. no idea what's going on. It seems like things are moving in reverse time. Crazy time. Yeah, I'm on board for that. Now Inception, I dozed off a lot, which I'm, is a bad movie to doze off in because they're like dreaming and sleeping and waking up in realities. I loved Inception. I, I need to see it again. In the theater. I was really tired so the day good. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure. There's a lot going on in that movie. Well, there is a lot. But Tenet, I'm, I'm very excited about. Great. Number three 
four, five, or top three, I guess. Okay, I'll go West Side Story because it's Spielberg. That's on my list. West Side Story, Spielberg. I got to see what this guy does with it. It's his first musical. Yeah, so I can't wait. Can't wait. Did you see that Rita Morano, who won an Oscar for that movie in 1961, is going to be in it? She's playing like a, oh, like a small little... so probably, excited. Yeah, Good. Probably, Give me Steven. Probably a bit part, but that's really cool. Well, I got to say, watching One Day at a Time that she stars in, mm. uh, Tara and I, it, it, we rewatched the I Went to Live in America scene from the original, and I don't think I fully appreciated till rewatching it now how brilliant that freaking woman is. That was, she was, you know, you watch her and you watch the rest of the cast dancing. They're all good, but she just lights she it up, man. She was it her all. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see what Steven Spielberg does with it because I really Same. do like the original. I love and the I original. I hope she gets to dance and because she can, she can she still, still do it, man. It. Yeah. She's, she was the Rose Bowl, one of the parade, uh, <laughs> what do they call them? The captains um, Queens? Queens? Queen? No, <laughs> I don't think they're queens, but they were like, uh, oh, what do you call that? Big, big got top guns of the Rose Parade. Uh, Ambassadors? There was something. Something like that. It was her, Gina Torres, and a gymnast. I can't remember the gymnast's name. But she was so, like, you could just see her so excited and just being part of everything. And just, she just, she just lights it up. I love it. Amazing. uh, Do you guys like musicals in general? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to have a musical episode. Oh, yeah. All right. Musical. All right. So back to this list. But that's my musical on the list. (laughs) Great. Number two. Wonder Woman 1984. Boom. Of course. I figured that's on all of our lists, obviously. It's freaking gall and being awesome. It's Wonder Woman. Of course. Of course it's on the list. I rewatched that trailer. It looks really good. Oh, I'm very excited. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm down for it for, for sure. A surprising number one. And I think we now know the reason this movie went from I don't care, but I'll see it out of obligation to I'm really looking forward to it. Black Widow, baby. Oh. The Florence Pugh effect has sent it from I don't care <laughs> pew, pew, pew. to the top of my list for Florence freaking Pugh. Nice. My biggest fun surprise of 2020 is my fandom of Florence Pugh. Pew, pew. Bring on the Black Widow or her sister, which is the one I really care about. <laughs> but I, was, I like Scarlet too, but come on. Mm-hmm. First expo- exposure to the Pugh from Little Women. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then right. Midsummer, And then now... Going, uh, going to Black Widow. Did you watch Midsummer? Yeah, it was so creepy at the end. The creepy part was actually the very, very <laughs> I uh, some parts of it. Some weird shit. No interest. Hey, you did not see the weirdest part, which was the freaky sex scene, and that's all I'm saying. Oh well, I'll see that. The people falling, <laughs> the people falling from. I'm not even going to say anything about the movie. But here's my stance on that. Like, the violence, you're sitting there dealing with obvious fake things on set. It's like, okay, you know, you're on set shooting these graphic, grotesque horror movie scenes. You're probably laughing in between takes because it's, to you, it's like, okay, it's fine. But when they're doing the sex scene on the set, it's like real naked people pretending to have sex. It's got to be way more uncomfortable than shooting a graphic, like... And believe me, this one was weird. There were like swaying oh, women coming, like oh, getting boy. in on the action. You know they had to do it like 15 yes. times to get yes. it just right. They did oh. it for days. So that part just makes me more uncomfortable <laughs> than any kind of scary, creepy graphic <laughs> stuff. Because you know on set it's like all goofy and it's like fake stuff and they're just playing along with it. But I wonder how hard that is as an actor to come away from that and not the let sex that scene? stay with you. Like that, that, that sounds like tough. It sounds like trauma. I yeah. Get, I think more the sex because the, as you say, like, oh, there's fake blood and the, right. The, they, it's on the, set. It's the, fake. The Everybody's prop guy is with bringing it. over right. your severed arm and like, it's all fun and games, but the sex stuff, I you're feel really like, faking some sex. Yeah. That sounds like trauma. It's gotta to be me. weird to, to go. Th- and this one was on a very top of a weird scale. I think I don't, 
I can't compare it to other strange sex scenes throughout film history, <laughs> but this one has got to be. Sounds like an episode to me. <laughs> well, this is oh, my boy. one. I'm out. My top five <laughs> list Only of the weird, weird sex ones. Scenes. Only the weird ones. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, uh, sorry. Blow her yeah, mouth. Florence. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that's all we got to say. <laughs> Anytime there's a, a circle of chanting women swaying along and whatever. But uh, yeah. Uh, so Florence Pugh, Black Widow, number one. Next. Wow, look at you. Jared, go for it. Well, quite a few. <laughs> I have to say with this list, there were um, the particular list that we looked at. There were more that I felt like I wasn't, that I wished weren't happening, were not anticipating. <laughs> wow. wow. More so than ones that I was. Can you give an example? Well, like, um, like an, another James Bond. Bond. I mean, that's fine, but it kind of like okay, okay. But there's a female Bond. Okay. Oh it's, yeah. It's All right. From okay. uh, from Captain Marvel. Yeah, she plays Rambo. Oh yeah. Okay. I do you love her? I do like All that right. part. And Rami Malek's the bad guy, so I okay. that makes me more excited but, about that. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, we're and hijacking your a, list. <laughs> a like a Beastie Boys one. Really? Is it a, a documentary? Boys is it thing? A yeah. No, it was on there. It was. Yeah. Yeah. The Beastie Boys. This is the Beastie Boys movie. Okay. Eh. Not, <laughs> yeah, not, right. Not a, not a fan. No. Okay. Um, yeah, there were quite. I mean, there was like a high number of things I was kind of like more things uh, you don't want to see than than there were see. that I wanted to That's see. Too yes. bad. I'll I say concur. Okay, oh, so I had wow. like three from Wendy's list were on mine. So maybe we should have talked about this. Yeah, beforehand. yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, <laughs> Legally Blonde. Oh yeah, awesome. three. I'm yeah. kind of excited about yeah, that, that one. Looks like fun. I love the Legally Blonde movies. Yes. Uh, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Um, and Mulan. Very good. There's like some controversy going on with that yes, one. And like the some actress, well, the act- the actress. has some very politically inflammatory things yeah, I'm about. Still gonna see it. Yeah, we're not yeah. going to get into politics like, here. But. No, this is your safe no, space. No, <laughs> no, no, not our, not our, not our expertise. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, Christine Aguilera has recorded another version of Reflection. I'm on board for that. Yeah, for Mulan. For Mulan. Great. Yeah, I I really want to see Mulan. Oh, I did. Yeah. Tra- well, again, good. trailer looks really good. Yeah, yeah. And otherwise, I had um, Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, of course, we all have Wonder <laughs> yeah, Woman. Come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the other one you had that was on Ghostbusters. Go. Okay. Well, yeah. I think that was one. What was the other one? Oh. Hang on now. Let me go back to my oh geez iPad. <laughs> West Side Story, Wonder Woman. Yes, West Side Story. Oh, yeah. cool. Thank you. Nice. Yes. Oh, that was stressful. <laughs> that was a lot of stress. That Didn't took mean a, to stress. That you took out a with moment. Cat. So, um, I f- assumed that you guys were going to say Mulan, Wonder Woman, and Ghostbusters. <laughs> wow. So I kept those off my list, but I did go for West Side Story. So Wendy, you got one of mine. Yeah. The uh, Ryan Reynolds movie called Free Guy. Hmm. looks really funny what is it even about oh yeah so that Ryan, one yeah did you watch the trailer yeah I've seen it all so he plays a non-playable character in a video game so you know if you're playing like mm. a open world game well i did see that you're yeah. running around you can like shoot people randomly or hit them with cars he's playing one of those guys who, who's not involved with the story he's just like a, a that did look interesting yeah so he plays that kind of a character who becomes self-aware and it's sort of he turns it into his adventure hmm. it's also co-starring jodie comer Oh. Yes. Is she like not? A, she's like in every movie now. I think, <laughs> I think a new, if there's a new movie coming out, you have to cast her in it. 
You haven't even. What do you know? You haven't even watched Killing Eve. I don't, don't want to hear your take on this. I know nothing except that <laughs> of all the movies on that list, she's on. God, she's in at least really? three of them. I forgot that you didn't have not watched I Killing know. Eve. Still, you have homework, Cat. I'm oh. telling you. I'm telling you. Just watch the first ten minutes. You'll be hooked. I've seen the first couple. You episodes. need to catch up oh. before it comes back. When well, is it? You need do you, when do you know it. when it comes back? Like April. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. So you don't have, we you know. gonna have to dedicate. Okay. We're gonna be talking some Killing Eve on this show. Let me tell you. Fair enough. And also, freaking Yara's on this season. Gemma Whalen. Whelan? Whalen? No. From Game of Thrones and uh, Gentleman Jack, the sister. And Gentleman Jack's coming back. I'm sorry, we're way off <gasps> do topic we have a date? Do we have a date for Gentleman well, Jack? No, but I no. feel like it's going to be this year. Yeah. It better be. I would certainly hope so. Anyway, continue. I'm Thank sorry. Thank you. Hi, um, <laughs> so that, I think that movie looks really funny. I like Ryan Reynolds. I do, too. He's so Have you seen his new likable gen yeah. ad with the leap year birthday woman you gotta look it up no she's legally just now turning 21 she's like 84 years old oh that's it's funny. pretty cute did okay. you see the one with him in the peloton girl you gotta look no, that up too no. <laughs> no please look that one up he gets the peloton girl the peloton wife yeah nice is and it, is, it's is pretty it a, hilarious is it a peloton ad no okay. no but she's you clearly can... still playing the peloton oh, wife. that's amazing yep okay both of them you gotta watch she's it? out drinking with her girlfriends and they're like this is essentially like this is your safe space. You're great. You know, <laughs> your husband's an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty great. Which I had no issue with the Belton commercial. He and Blake Lively crazy, are, but it was his ad was really funny. Relationship goals. Nice. There. Hashtag love them. Yeah, and they have pretty funny Instagram banter. Nice. He's just so likable. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's a Canadian. Hey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wow. I did not know that. Didn't know that. He is. So my next movie is The Prom. What is, is that even about? An, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Please do. I'm going to read you the blurb. Is that okay? Uh, it's, a, it's a Netflix original movie from Ryan Murphy. And oh. it focuses on the experiences of a lesbian teenager in Indiana who wants to bring her girlfriend to her school's big dance. Uh, when they're banned from attending as a couple, a cast of Broadway eccentrics descend on the teen's small town home to help fight the injustice. How have I, I not heard of that? Can I wow. read you the, this cast? Your heads are about to explode. Okay. Meryl Streep. Okay. What? I'm in. I'm in. What? Nicole, I'm in. Nicole Kidman. I'm in again. What? In again. Carrie Washington. Oh. James, what? James Corden. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Aquafina. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Ariana Grande. Oh, wow. Keegan-Michael Key. <laughs> wow. This and, is a diverse cast. And Andrew Rennells, who I don't know. You had me at Merrill. It's kind of anticlimactic. Do you recognize this name? A- Andrew Rennells? Rennells? No. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Uh, <laughs> Meryl Streep. That cast alone is worth the price of Netflix, I guess. Wow. Maybe. That's crazy. That's going to be on Netflix. It's they Netflix. got all those people for Netflix. Well, it's Ryan Murphy, too, right? Like yeah. He's kind of, he's I mean, got I a lot of cash. I Netflix like it's nothing. I know it's a big thing now, but still. It just sounds like a really fun movie. Yeah. I feel like the we're Streep? to the point where. Yeah. The Streep. The stream. I feel like we're at the point. It's just the lines are just done. Yeah. Like Netflix, Amazon, whatever. You release it somewhere, it's gonna it's gonna matter. Right. It's gonna be good. And well, I guess now it's like if it can get nominated, get you know, whatever. Yeah. Well Netflix anywhere. movies have won Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's what I'm saying. It's, like it's, it's not legit. like Yeah. Our buddy Steven Spielberg doesn't appreciate them. Mm-hmm. No. I love you, Steven. He's not happy about them, but Martin Scorsese released The Irishman on Netflix, and that was nominated for many awards. So, Anyway, uh, next movie on my list, Bill and Ted Face the Music. 
So when, oh, the, okay. when the first Bill and Ted movie came out, huge fan. Really loved it. My best friend and I, Scott Thompson, pretended that we were Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Which one were you? Uh, Ted all the way. Which one's Ted? Okay, I was taller. Okay. Keanu uh, okay. I've never seen one. <laughs> you haven't seen the Bill I and know. Ted? Okay. Well, the second one's not as good. Okay. Bill and Ted's adventure is fantastic. I may have seen the first. I don't remember. Uh, so just to be able to see Keanu Reeves playing Ted Theodore Logan one it's more time. It's pretty awesome that they're coming back. I think it's really great. And so the blurb is, once told that they'd save the universe during a time-traveling adventure, two would-be rockers from San Dimas, California, find themselves as middle-aged dads trying to crank out a hit song <laughs> to fulfill their destiny. Oh, man. Sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Middle-aged dads. Yes, I, like I want to see them as dads. It'll <sighs> be, be fun. fun. I, I feel like... Keanu went through this phase of he was kind of a joke and now he's like the most ultra super cool guy like everybody loves Keanu after mm-hmm. going through a phase where Keanu was almost laughable like oh he just does the same thing yeah you know, like, you know. And now he's like really cool and everybody thinks he's awesome what are the movies the movie he kind of changed his career Matrix uh, the, uh, or no, no, no. John Wick John Wick mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what yeah has that, brought him back those are movies that keep on coming and they're coolness. good yeah Hey, I shout out to the classic Keanu, River Phoenix, My Own Private Idaho. Oh, great movie. Love that. Hmm. Have you seen it? No. Okay. Right, oh, there's no. no way Tara's seen that. It's, on the- <laughs> it's very draw, you know. It's on the, it's on the list then. We got to see that. Um, but also, he's apparently the nicest guy. Keanu Reeves has a really I've good heard, reputation yeah. for just being a normal dude. Like you can find pictures of him on the subway. Where people are just like taking pictures of Keanu hanging out on the subway, or like when his the he was on a flight that got grounded, and he essentially he rented a bus for everybody really? and oh, said, "Everybody wow. get on the bus with me." Is a lot of it was That's pretty amazing. funny. Yeah. You can see it it's on just good dude, but, but you know, but he didn't do it. There it was like a tiny airport. It's just somebody happened to you know record some of it. Right, it was and he like, like coordinated a, this bus for everybody to go. That's pretty yeah. cool. Good, good dude. So there's a new Wes Anderson movie coming out called The French Dispatch. Are you guys Wes Anderson fans? No. No. Did you watch the trailer? No. Okay. Watch. <laughs> do you, have you seen any Wes Anderson movies? Is he Scream back in the day? No, no, no. No. What? Is, he's like Bottle Rocket, that, that Grand whatever Budapest Hotel. Okay. <laughs> that shows you how much I'm not. <laughs> he does those quirky ones, like Isle of okay. Dogs. It's like super stylized. He was he's okay. buddy with the uh, the Luke and Owen Wilsons. Like yes. they all grew up together, like Dallas. Well, and they did stuff. Bottle okay. Rocket. Bottle Rocket. I think that was um, sort of their that was their launching first thing. big feature. Big uh, as in like success. Didn't he also do the one with Bill Murray and Jason? Yes, the uh, uh, Life Aquatic. Yeah. Oh, and there's another one too, though. Oh, um, where he was in, like school. <laughs> there was like a school. It was set what in was a that? school. <laughs> so Wes Anderson, super stylized, quirky, but it just sounds like you guys are just not fans of Wes Anderson. And I, I, I mean, I literally thought he was Wes Craven, <laughs> so I can't. It's not that I'm not a fan. I just not exposed to what he's actually done. Understood. As. So wait, have you seen? Uh, have you seen any of his movies? Yeah. Tara? No. Oh. I've heard of Buda- some of them. The Budapest you saw Budapest. Out. We watched that one time. So you even forgot that Budapest. you watched Yeah, okay. Time. I guess I forgot. I can't. No. I, I've seen, yeah. I you vaguely I remember it, that. I okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, I'm just ambivalent towards him. They're very, it's very much, you know, you know that it's going to be weird, right? I like weird. I it's do not too. his brand of weird. I'm just, it's, yeah, it's interesting that you're not into him. Yeah. In any event, uh, do you want to hear about another incredible cast? Sure. Yeah. Do I? <laughs> well, you're about to. Hold on. Let me let me fo- let me zoom in on my iPad, Tara. Mm. 
Uh, we got Timothy Chalamet. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I know who that. He's from Little Women. He is. Right? Yeah. I'm just. I, I want to see you I tackle get him. Game. I don't get him. His appeal. He is either. very. But that's right not now. for me to get. I guess that's true. He's, he's not, so he is. Very he's not proud. for you. You're not into. I'm. Just, I'm not <laughs> into boys. No. Young Speaking boys. Of, I guess. <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one just sit there. <laughs> Uh, speaking of little women, Sersha Ronan. Sersha rhymes with inertia. It's right. <laughs> it's job. Elizabeth Moss, mm-hmm. Benicio mm-hmm. del Toro, Edward Norton, Tilda Swinton, Willem Dafoe, Christopher Waltz, and Bill Murray. That uh, is an impressive cast, but also a weird one. That is. I would yeah. think that would be could totally. That's, I see that those be people very being interesting. In a, yeah, yeah see all of them being in this. Yeah. It's a very kind of, uh, yeah oh, random Fra- gathering. Frances McNor- McDormand as well what? somehow left her off mm. this list. I love her so much. Oh my! Anyway, quirky uh, again for quirky. The, the cast alone. Just to see what he does with these people is worth, I think, seeing the movie. Even if you're not into him so much, we'll see how it goes. So there's some honorary mentions. Oh. Onward, it's that new Pixar mm-hmm. Disney movie. Yes, that was on, yeah. That. I thought about that one too. Yeah. Apparently, that we're going to see our first openly gay character. Yes, Disney one, one slash eyed. Pixar. Yes, <laughs> 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 don't Wade. judge. Don't Lena judge. Wade. Tenant, you mentioned Jungle yeah. Cruise. I'm curious about that. It's Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt and uh, what's his name? The Rock. Like the yeah. Rock. What's Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson looks the really Rock. cute, actually. Because uh, have you guys? You've ridden the Jungle Cruise, yes? Yeah. Yes. Didn't one just sink the other day? I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. they did really? that once. Yeah, it started taking a water. Yeah, and people were like, "Is this part of the ride?" <laughs> and then it wasn't, so they had to get them all off the boat. Oh, no. yeah, it's just like That'd last week. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sure they're fine. Okay. So. No one drowned. Okay, <laughs> no. well, that's good. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, uh, Morbius, which is a Marvel movie. It's one of the comic book characters that I've never heard of. No. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, oh, what's his fucking name? <laughs> <laughs> he played the Joker, not... Uh, what's his name? But the other guy, <laughs> not. There's a lot of Wait. what's his name, and I don't know. Jared not Leto, the other Jared yes. Leto, okay, played by Jared Leto. I forgot he was a Joker, but in between Heath Ledger and yeah, okay. so that's kind of weird. Now he's DC and a Marvel guy. Okay, interesting. Uh, I saw the I saw the trailer for Mar- Morbius. Not a I'm fan. Not interested. Oh really? Yeah, it doesn't look good. Uh, so good. wait, well, that's one that's not. That's like when you're not anticipating it as just, well. It's worth noting. Okay, it's another but, yeah. it's a Marvel yeah. movie coming up. Um, Halloween Kills. It's What's another the, Halloween movie. Jamie What's Lee Curtis. Bios. I forget what it's about. Oh, so, so <laughs> that's why. That's why. going to mention it. <laughs> okay. Don't look at my Never mind. Sorry, there. That's Sorry. why the iPad. <laughs> I was just is curious. So, there. Everyone can see what you're looking at there. So Halloween Kills. You say? Can anyone yes, read certainly. my notepad right now? I don't think so. My bad. So tell, t- tell us about your iPad, Tara. <laughs> no, I've just. Well, oh. I have this. Well, Wendy and Kat have these fancy iPads that they use. And I either have to use my tiny phone or I've, you know, what else? <laughs> the other thing that's very helpful to me is my little pad of paper. Like a caveman. So what I'm calling it, <laughs> my pad of paper. I love it. My pad of paper. Never that's to, all I need. Don't have to charge it. I don't have to charge no. it. It's always with me. It can always read what it says as long as I write legibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't rely on batteries, I, you know. It's not, it's going to be with me forever. <laughs> um, You're a pioneer. I don't have to zoom it. <laughs> pioneer. You mean like pioneer, like pioneer old time? I don't, or have, or to, I don't have to scroll my fingers <laughs> through. <laughs> I can just see it. It's all in one. I just can flip the whole page all at once. I don't have to scroll through the whole thing. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back to be in another Halloween movie. Oh, Still need wow. to see the last one she did. Poor I woman. wanted to. Like, how many times did she have to? I'd say she should just move to remote cabin, but you know what? That would just <laughs> be another worst. Halloween. That's worse. That's <laughs> worse. Probably what this yeah. movie is. <laughs> just like, fuck this. Like, Get Jason would here. show up then. <laughs> right. It's not Jason, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, no, that, <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, saying. If she's out in a cabin ah. in the woods, like where Jason's Got hanging it. out. Sorry, that was a yeah. funny joke. Thank you. <laughs> I Thank apologize. You. you tried to shut it down. I did. Well, I'm uh, so used to being corrected. I, it's hard for me to... Uh, wow. so Marvel's in Eternals is coming out. Okay. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Because yeah. there's apparently going to be a gay superhero introduced into oh. the Marvel universe. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Coming up, Coming to America 2. Come on. <laughs> that's going to be fun. Arsenio Hall, Eddie... I haven't Murphy. seen the original. No. I've s- I saw it years it's ago. It's fun. And know the song. <sighs> oh, sure. <laughs> uh, can you sing it. it for us? Coming to America. Was that from that movie? That I don't know. Was they used I, don't, it? I feel like they, they used, it? used it. Yeah. It's in yeah. the movie. I don't know if it's from the movie. And then uh, Dune I'm kinda... is being remade. I've, I've never seen the original. I've never read the books. Never had any interest. But apparently, they're like super sci-fi. Very. I feel like old I school sci-fi. Saw the first Dune, but it wasn't great. Just never appealed. I think to it me. was Lynch. Maybe. I think it was. Let's one see. Your, one I of feel your like guys. The Dune. The Dune. Is it just has Dune? it? Yeah, it's okay. Dune, not the okay. Dune. Okay, all right. Okay, you've got me on Team Dune now because I totally forgot this oh. would have been on my list had I remembered the lead woman in Dune. Which we have yet to co- to uh, go over the Rebecca Ferguson fandom. It's not Jodie Comer? No. Have no. you seen Rebecca Ferguson <laughs> remind, in a movie? Remind me who she is. She has been in, the main thing she has been in is um, Mission Impossible, the last three. Maybe. Okay. The last three Mission Impossibles and then The Greatest Showman. She was the good singer that he like. Did not that see was it. For a while. Let me tell you. If you have seen Rebecca Ferguson in a Mission Impossible, you know, because she's cool, she's hot, and she is the main reason I'm interested in Dune. But it also has Jason Momoa, oh. your favorite Tara, Timothy Chalamet, oh, Dave Bautista, Zendaya, Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac, Javier oh, wow. Bardem, Stellan Sarsgaard. <laughs> but let's Scared. just stick Great. around the Rebecca Ferguson. Okay. Huh? Once you know who she is, yeah, you'll be on board for some Dune. She, f- she feels very classical to Hollywood to me. So you'd like to get on board her Dune? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, count me down for Dune. Oh, it's class- classic, Tara. Who was directing Dune? <laughs> I love, I love it when you do that. I'm proud of that. I love it when you do that. She's, she's got skills. I don't know this director, but whatever. <sighs> Rebecca Ferguson. Who's Bald the director? Singer. Dennis Villeneuve, Blade Runner 2049. (laughs) I don't know how to say it. Oh, he did Arrival. Sicario. Ooh, I did like Sicario. Scary Sicario. Okay, good. That was good. Good director. Yeah. And the last on my honorable mention list is Maverick. It's a Top Mm, Gun sequel. mm. Curious. I mean, I am definitely curious. Curious. It's kind of like a train wreck. Yeah. I don't know. It could be good. But with cool, like, uh, the f- all the flying stuff, uh, it looks all real to me. It looks practical. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Oh, yeah. He did his own, like, yeah. not, maybe mm. he didn't really fly it. And there's he... a shot where it looks like there's a lot of rehashing of the original. So there's, yeah. like, topless volleyball. <laughs> yeah, pianos. <laughs> there's a piano in the bar. And then there's a shot of him on his motorcycle zooming you know, down this desolate road without a helmet. Yeah, oh, boy. That it's is 2020. Come how- on. How are they letting Tom Cruise 
on a motorcycle mm-hmm. without a helmet. That blows that my mind. That can't be him. You think it's him? Oh, I no. 100% think it's him. Oh, uh, he like hangs out of airplanes and climbs down tall buildings. He does yeah, he a lot of everything. his his big stunts. He will do it. Wow. I just can't believe that they let him do that. I mean, he's got to sign a waiver or something, right? Like saying, like, hey, the, if I go, oh, I'm sure this is how I want to go. It's Tom Cruise. If he decides he wants to do something. a crazy ass stunt. Or he's got to say, okay, if, if you, you know, if I get hurt and we can't shoot this movie, here's this amount of money to cover That's true. The and loss. he could do it. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Let me just say. That's true. So Tom Cruise, of course, isn't it? Jennifer Connelly, Val Kilmer. Ed Harris, Jean Louise Cal- Louisa Kelly, who did like some movies. She was an Uncle Buck and random stuff back in the day. She was like, was she the daughter in Uncle Buck? I think so. The, the, the yeah, the niece, I guess. But here's my thing: mm. Miles Teller plays, I guess, oh, one mm. of the young guys. Yeah. Did you ever see Whiplash? I did. Oh my god, I great, just saw it. Great movie. Makes me like Miles Teller a little bit more. I still don't like Miles Teller, but I love that movie. That movie was amazing. He seems kind of like a douche. I need to watch the one where they don't say, you freaking idiots, because it was obviously on TV. Oh, I see. And so he said freaking a lot. Got it. Great so movie. I'm sure things were cut. Yes, it was great. But yeah, Top Gun. It's good. I like I, the original. I'll, I'll probably see it. Probably will too. Yeah. We'll see. As long as it doesn't get abysmal reviews. No, yeah. You got to earn our money, Top Gun. <laughs> we're not going to just see you because you're Top Gun. Yeah. We have standards. Yeah, yeah, Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Just shirtless men playing volleyball is not enough to get us to We're the their target audience, guys. Oh, for sure. <laughs> hey, I do like flying movies. I do like Air Force movies. <laughs> and there are some there are some like female pilots in the group oh, of, okay. of dudes. That's cool. I do like that. <laughs> which, is, which is new Let for, me just tell you, if you're a female pilot one. in my book, you're the biggest badass of all. Yeah. I got like, I wish I had been a female. But I would have I mean, crashed so female I mean, pilots quick. put up some shit. You could still be a female pilot. I could. But I, mean, I would like crash. The military, but you could be a pilot. No, I still would crash. I just don't think <laughs> I I don't think I have the attention to <laughs> that's detail the to pull that off. You go and do it <laughs> See, with. that's the thing. I have too much fear of crashing, but I think if you are the kind of person that flies, <laughs> oh, you God, are I'm so cool. Crash. No, what you want to hear from me. I would like now. miss a step and I would totally just No. Wow, I just, Lord, that's why well, I'm not doing uh, it. I did fly once. I did fly once. I did fly once and it was awesome. Anyway. I've, uh, I've flown a glider. Oh. Have you ever seen like, the gliders? You've been on a glider? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. No, that's cool. Yeah, very cool. They tow you up. They, you know, you're 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 in the back of a plane and they, they tow you Are up. you in a thing or are you just like hanging on a... No, 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 no. You're okay. in a thing. <laughs> okay. It's it's so a thing. You're like a person hanging on to like it's, a, like if you let go, you drop to your. Oh, no, that's that's oh. so it's not when like that's what I was in. I was like, like holy crap! How do you steer? How do you well, land? How do you control anything in a glider? A, it's a hang glider. This is a glider. So oh, it's because uh, it, you're literally yeah. hanging. My yeah, but that's the glider. Not, yeah. But that's not what I'm talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> what you're talking you're about is a hang the, glider. My friend so, flew gliders. I know. Yeah, so glider. Okay. It's basically think of a a small airplane without an engine. Without an engine. That makes me feel comfortable. So in World War II, they used these to to kind of get past enemy lines without being detected because you couldn't hear them, right? So nice. When my dad went through his midlife crisis, he decided (laughs) one of the things he wanted to do was was do gliders, and so you go out to the to the desert out in the Mojave. They connect you to the back of a plane. They fly up, and then they pull the 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 cord. And then you just fly your way down. I would never cool. do that. It's very quiet and serene. It's beautiful. Mm-mm. It's a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot of effort. You got to go out to the desert and then have a plane. <laughs> There's nothing you keeping you up. No. No, you're just gliding down. Mm-mm. I mean, is there a way that you can fuck it up? Like, is there yeah, a way I'm that sure you can is. just like 100% turn sharp and then yeah. you're just. What if the wind dies? 
What if the ankle well, is not you propelled by the wind? You're it's just, just like you're, yeah, gliding, you're gliding on down. the air. It's Even, not really wind. If you're on a plane and the engines die, you're okay. You can just glide down. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. <laughs> that's I not a good thing. That's that. how that works. Let me explain physics. Then, guys, you're on, I mean, I get it. I get it. But... You just float down. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm glad you live. We... Thank you. <laughs> Top Gun is how we got to that. This is why we're not physicists. <laughs> One of the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Anyway. Yeah, not the only anyway, when we come back, we're going to talk about some coming out stories. And we're back. Hey guys, <laughs> long break. Long break. I'd run back from the bathroom. <laughs> Short turnaround. <laughs> so listen, listening. People come out. I came out. Did you come out, Wendy? Mm-hmm. Are you out? Oh. Are we outing you on this podcast? <laughs> If people are listening, they probably already know. <laughs> Tara, I'm assuming you came out. Yes. And, you know, I don't want to get too much into it, but uh, as a gay person or a queer person, you you kind of come out all the time, right? Like sometimes you meet new people, people assume, people just assume that you're straight, right? Mm-hmm. And so coming out is something that happens almost on a daily basis if you're queer. But of course, we're talking about coming out to your family, your friends, like sort of the, the, the big moment the core group the core group the people who you really care about who you are most scared to tell so of course this the the idea of coming out is you know has has appeared on screen many many times in many different ways so we we recently we ended up so we talked about coming out scenes we'd mentioned tara think you had mentioned supergirl so somebody wrote in uh her name is brooke hi brooke thanks for listening Brooke says, I also appreciated the talk about coming out and how emotional responses from people are okay. Supergirl did a great job with Alex coming out to Kara. And we, did, we had talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Brooke goes on to say some very nice things about us. She also, Thanks, thank you, Brooke. She enjoyed the ship episode. And I love her PS. Gal Gadot is beautiful. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember talking about that, but absolutely. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, I'm we, sure we did. <laughs> it's not like, I mean, scientific. It's just worked into many a conversation <laughs> here. So, Brooke, you are the inspiration for this segment. So, thank you for, for writing in, and we appreciate you listening. It's for you, Brooke. Brooke, this one's for you. I hope we don't screw it up. <laughs> so, we are going to talk about some coming out scenes or episodes or sort of, you know, a moment that has touched us or that we think is worth mentioning. Um, I wonder if we'll have any any um, crossovers or if we'll have repeats. Mm-hmm. I guess we're going to find Don't out. Don't we always? Let's find out. Who wants to go first? You do. Okay, going first. <laughs> so I chose as one of, and these, these aren't ranked. We're just mentioning mm-hmm. them. There's no, we don't have to rank everything. There's no, we're no, not better ranking than ranking everything. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Discussing. So one of my most memorable ones, the, ones that I, the one that I remember the most was when Buffy, on Buffy, when Willow came out to Buffy. Mm-hmm. So, Tara, you are a Buffy fan. Yep. Wendy, not so much. I've never seen it. You never? I seen mean, it? I've seen a handful. Okay, great. But you know you know some of the characters' names. I know who Buffy, or like Tara and Willow are. <laughs> I know the people, yes. <laughs> so, okay. How much do so, we need to break this down for you? Buffy was a vampire. <laughs> I know the show. <laughs> hey, I watched, them. I watched 85% of Angel. I know oh, who great. they are. Oh, why did you watch uh, 85%? Because, you know, those are the, good, the important part. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Willow 
is Buffy's best friend. She had been dating Oz the werewolf in the first couple seasons. Sarah, when did Oz show up, do you think? When they start dating? Like season three, maybe? Two or three? Two or three. Yeah, I feel like it was earlier. And so he he can't control the wolf inside of him. So he decides, <laughs> he's like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take off. I'm afraid I'm going to hurt you, Willow. I need to go and figure this out. So he leaves. Mm-hmm. And they're still very much in love, right? Mm-hmm. So she kind of moves on. She meets this uh, witch at co- they're at college at this point, right? And <laughs> she meets this witch. Didn't they go? Oh, like, like, she, she went to like some sort like, of girl, lady. But didn't she go to like a witch, like a some like on on campus meeting group? Yeah, it was or like something? a meetup. <laughs> it was, it was, <laughs> it was exactly like meetup.com before and, that existed. And there was like you know there were, there are other witches like people who claim to be witches, but no one else really was legit except for Tara. Mm-hmm. And so Willow and Tara had this connection and eventually they start dating, but Willow isn't telling anybody. It's it's a secret still. So then uh, old Oz comes back into town and he has discovered, he went to, he traveled the world and he's now able to control the wolf. And so he's back because he assumes he's going to pick back up with Willow. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Little does he know that she's in this relationship he, it's kind of fun, actually. He can smell Willow on Tara, mm, and it ye, angers him, ew. and it, he turns it's back awkward. to the wolf. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it is awkward. Oh, man. Yep. And so, um, so, but before that happens, I th- yeah, I think it's before that. So, there's this really quiet, nice little scene. Willow doesn't know what to do, because she still loves Oz. But she's really excited about this new relationship with Tara. And so Buffy's like, well, why is it complicated? And I was like, well, it's complicated because of Tara. And she explains because we're together. And so Buffy's initial reaction was like, oh, great. That's great, Will. Everything sounds great, Will. I'm so happy for you, Will. And I was like, why are you, like, are you freaking out right now? <laughs> she's like, and it kind, of, it kind of centers Buffy for a second. And she remembers, oh, this is just Willow. She's still my best friend. Everything's fine. And she kind of eases into it of like, do what you think you should do. But just the moment of Buffy kind of having a freak out and then remembering, oh, wait, this is just my friend still. She kind of just comes around and it's it's a quiet little scene. Uh, but it's it's a pretty accurate scene, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, I mean, it, the emotional reaction is just totally normal yeah. i feel because and, I, I guess buffy had no idea no, yeah. no suspicion and it's like um when you're coming out you feel you it's almost has you're so nervous to finally say something and it's like you know a lot of times all you can think about you're like oh man like oh they have to already they have they gotta know something right and yeah you, you know sometimes you forget like oh no, this probably had a left field <laughs> for new, some people. And then others are like, oh, no, I totally figured. Exactly. And others are like, what? <laughs> so new. it's so different. There's the, the spectrum applies to the coming out, too, because it's like on one, you know, people you think that you're closest to that you think, surely, <laughs> they're just they're just being nice. They just don't want to say anything. They yeah, don't want exactly. to, like, assume. They think they're going to, like, offend me. Like, that would offend me, you know. Right. And then... You know, that can totally go the opposite way. <laughs> you know, like it did with my mother, where I'm like, surely she got, nope, nope, totally the new, opposite. New, new information. And then other people, where you're like, you know, oh, they totally, they, oh, no, I don't know. I'm a little nervous yeah. about telling them. They're like, oh, yeah, well, I, I figured. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <You> obviously. <laughs> like, it's obvious. Wait, is it not obvious? 
then, it's true. You never know what you're going right. to get. And then it's almost the point like, wait, what makes it so obvious? What, I, you know? <laughs> what, what did but I, I do? have questions for you now. Exactly. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it can just go any way. So it's great. I like when they, you know, because it almost seems fake to me when you're, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. You know, you, like you don't have questions. Like it's okay to ask questions of in a respectful way. It's okay, it's to, be okay to be curious about it or yes. shocked. And, you yes. know. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And so it's nice to see that sort of a more honest portrayal of that. My next one is Winona Earp. So Waverly starts dating a woman for the first time. Her name is Nicole Hot. <laughs> <laughs> best you- name ever. <laughs> it is the best name ever. Officer Hot. Officer Hot. And so... There's a scene, so in episode 11, it's called Landslide, Waverly sort of hints about dating a woman, but she doesn't, she kind of gets interrupted. So there, uh, she's been grazed by a bullet and Winona is kind of cleaning up the wound and Waverly says, do you think it will scar? And Winona says, dudes dig scars. And Waverly says, do chicks? Mm. And then they get interrupted. So she was sort of her way of maybe trying to tell her sister like Winona, like it completely goes over her head. Well, right, I mean, it would probably go over my head too, honestly. Yeah, it's a very I've subtle. Would, everything right. goes over like, my head. Like, is that totally. the moment? To be <laughs> so then, in the next episode, episode twelve, it's the finale of season one. It's called "Walk the Line." It's also the episode that turned me into an Erper. It's a really good episode. So there's a big showdown between the Erp sisters. Willa, she's kind of the bad sister. Yeah. <laughs> She she needs Peacemaker. She needs the gun, the magic gun to free Bobo. If you don't know the show, this doesn't make any <laughs> sense. So she needs, His name is Bobo. Bobo. If that, yeah. That Bobo makes Del sense Rey. So she needs pe- Peacemaker. And so she's basically threatening uh, Nicole. So Nicole walks in. It's Winona, Waverly. She's like, give me the gun or I will shoot Waverly's girlfriend. And because she has walked in on them previously, but she hasn't told anybody. Uh, so Ugh. she, yeah, no, so great. <laughs> so she's the worst. And so <laughs> Winona's girlfriend, Waverly says, kind of. And Nicole <laughs> says, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not the way that Waverly wanted to come out. Like, this is not the, right. the best moment for this to happen. But, you know, she, Waverly believes that Willow's going to shoot her girlfriend. So she says, Winona, like, I love her. Mm-hmm. So Winona's like, fine. So here, okay, she gives her a gun. Shoots her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Nicole's wearing a bulletproof vest. And, you know, uh, Winona's obviously very, totally cool about it. She's like, hey, you know, you finally picked a smart one. So again, <laughs> a high pressure, hard to relate to that coming out moment. Right. Uh, but still. <laughs> yeah. It's was not. It was not ideal. It's not normal the way coming out scenes usually go. It's right. not. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. But it's, it's, <laughs> but I love that scene. That is such a great scene. There's so much going on, and again, at the like that that whole episode uh, is just they do finale so well. One on Earth does so yeah. It's it's one of my favorite episodes. Period. So then we go to how uh, how wrong a coming out story can be. Uh, episode of The <laughs> Office. Oh dear! Season three. <laughs> oh man! Episode one. Oh, I'm so glad that you included this. <laughs> I know exactly. The episode is called "Gay Witch Hunt," <laughs> <laughs> and Oscar, uh, oh. Oscar is outed essentially by Michael to the entire office. Mm-hmm. And in, in true Michael form, he makes it weird. He's <laughs> completely a- inappropriate. Mm-hmm. It is painful, and 
you know, you get to see how the different off, how his different office mates react. Some of them are supportive. Others are not. (laughs) And, you know, it kind of all comes to a, a climactic moment in the conference room, super awkward. And Oscar kind of loses it and just tears Michael down and says like, you're, you're inappropriate. You're an asshole. He like tears him apart. That's one of my favorite moments. And because Steve Carell is so good, he actually makes you feel bad for Michael. Mm-hmm. Like even though he's an idiot and so obnoxious, you have sympathy for him because he he's not a bad guy. Right? He's just completely tone deaf. Like he just doesn't. <laughs> he's not aware. He of other thinks people. he's helping, or he, yeah, he, oh, he's yeah. Those first few early seasons seasons of The Office, especially, he was so bad. Brutal. But you, you loved him, but yes. It, oh. But Steve Carell makes that character mm-hmm. sympathetic. And so, you know, it kind of all works out in the end, but it's, there's still Oscar some Oscar like, gets a new car. Yeah, he gets a new car. <laughs> he, gets like, he gets three months right? paid vacation. Right? <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay, I'll stay around. I'll stick around. <laughs> but, and also I went, I went back and rewatched that episode. There's some very inappropriate language in that, like offensive language yeah. that today you, I don't think you would see on TV. And that was like only, it's in 2006, I think. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's a very... A very uncomfortable, enjoyable mm-hmm. watch. If you if you enjoy the, the Office, I'm sure you will go back and rewatch it. Mm-hmm. So my last one is from Schitt's Creek. Oh, really? I've, I've only seen one episode, I but I'm I'm really gonna gonna give it a try. Okay, because look, my Grey's Anatomy. I'm wearing thin. I'm on oh, the yeah. almost getting, up getting to close. S- yeah, but in uh, Schitt's Creek is next on my list. Oh, good. I'm try, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited for you to watch it. It's one of my favorite shows. It's so good. It's very funny. It's very heartfelt. It's very, it's, it's a very easy watch, Tara. There's no, you're not going to be anxious. Okay. There's no, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a very comforting show. So one of the main characters, David Rose, he comes out to his best friend, Stevie, who has, he has just had a drunken one night stand with. Oh. So she, he comes across as very, uh, as very gay, I'll say. Okay. And so she's confused as to what's just happened because <laughs> mm-hmm. she always assumed that he was gay. And so they are going to a party together. They stop off at the general store to get some wine. And so this is where Stevie use, uh, uses wine as an analogy for sexuality. Mm-hmm. It's actually brilliantly done. Uh, she says, you know, I only thought you, I only drink red wine and I thought you only drank red wine. And he says, I do like red wine, but I also like white wine. And I've known to sample the occasional rosé. And a couple summers back, I tried Merlot that used to be a, a Chardonnay. So he, she says, so you're, so you're just really open to all wines. He says, I like a wine, not the label. So he's pansexual. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, this is how, this is like a very sort of charming, sweet way that he's explaining to her his sexuality. Um, and it's a very, a very sweet, cute moment. And then that's, so that's season one, episode 10. And then if you go through the show, spoiler alert, uh, David is uh, dating a man. His name is Patrick. And David is going to throw a surprise party for Patrick. They're business partners, but they're also dating. He invites his parents, unbeknownst to David, he, Patrick has not come out to his parents. And so he's accidentally outed to oh. his parents. And so... It's a it's a very sweet episode. Patrick is played by Noah Reed, who is like just this very cute, adorable man, and 
his parents know he's gay. He he knows they know that he's going to come out, but he he does it anyway. He, David wants him to have that moment because mm-hmm. someone has taken it away from him. So he still wants him to, to to come out to his parents on his own terms, and he does. It's very sweet. His parents are amazing. I cried watching the scene today. Mm. It's just, it's wow. so sweet. It's such a sweet, innocent, lovely show. Um, and if you if you if you need a comfort show, Shit's Creek is it. I'm all about that. Yeah, okay. I think you're gonna like it, Tara. I'm definitely gonna need comfort once Grey's Anatomy is over. Shit's Creek is gonna be it for you. Okay, good. <laughs> so those are mine. Those are my coming out moments. Some good, some bad. As yeah. in all coming out some, moments. There's a werewolf. <laughs> Isn't there always? Really? <laughs> Wendy? Oh, me? I'm gonna go into some obscure moments here. So I feel like the coming out story, I do really still love uh, Alex on Supergirl. I thought that was an older person who was dealing with what she was feeling, you know, the whole bit. I mean, we've gone over Supergirl. Yes. And yeah, I think still that's, that's, that's top among the top of the list for me. Awesome. Also Ellen. Yes. I mean, come on, 1997, it was all about Ellen coming out the way they did it. It had Laura Dern, the whole, it was funny, but it was heartfelt. The puppy episode. The puppy episode was pure gold. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Those are some obvious ones. Here's some not so obvious. Great. One one sort of coming out moment that I remember seeing. I don't even, I didn't even watch the show. I had to just Google for like the last 10 minutes to figure out what the show was because I couldn't mm. remember what it was. It was a show called Relativity and apparently had the first lesbian kiss on primetime television. Huh. I couldn't tell you the people in it. I couldn't tell you the characters. But for some reason, this scene really stuck with me. That this woman, I guess her friend, her friend was trying to set her up, and she's like, "Well, what about so and so?" And the friend and the girl responds with like, "Well, I was kind of hoping actually I could get Rhonda's number." And the friend was like, "Wait, what? Uh, okay." So then she ends up going out with this person, and I remember they went to like I guess the girl worked at some place where there was an earthquake simulator. Okay. So they sit in the earthquake simulator. <laughs> And they start to kiss. Hey. And it was freaky, but I was like, what is that? But, <laughs> but I remember to this day, even though I couldn't remember the show, couldn't tell you who was in it. I don't hmm. even think it was on for more than like a season or two. But apparently they had these women that like one comes out to her friend and then she goes out with this chicken at earthquake. It was like scary, but I was like, oh, what's happening? When was the show on? This was, it was 1996. It was one season long. Okay. Relativity. Hmm. Um, Kimberly Williams Paisley, Lita, Lisa Edelstein, Adam Goldberg. Hmm. Is Kimberly Williams Paisley one of the? I don't chicks? think so. Oh, oh I bet Linda. Oh, Lin- Lisa Edelstein was though. She went on to do like the Doctor Show, House. Oh, okay. And some other things, but yeah. Okay. Um, cool. But yeah, that one. That's one of those that I remember thinking. Yeah, this is what's happening. But it was what 1996. So okay, that's, was, uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that was the year. Oh, apparently it lasted 96 to 97. Okay, <laughs> I started watching Xena in 1997. So obviously mm. I didn't know what was happening in 1996. Fair enough. That didn't come around till 1997. I see. But um, one other that I remember. This is very random. The show Wings. Oh, cool. Where Roy Biggins' son is gay. And, co- and tells his dad, who refuses to believe it. So huh. he says, we're going to play basketball. If I win, you're not gay. Oh, no. If the son wins, he can be gay. Oh, boy. And basically it ends with the son saying, 
we can you know, we can play. They like play for hours. He's like, no matter how long we play, I'm still gonna be gay. So big tough bad Roy finally comes around to accepting his son. And uh, yeah, I just I was looking for one. That reminded me of of Wings. And also when uh, as just far as funny gay Roseanne with uh, Sandra Bernhardt's character coming oh, yeah. out. Not not the infamous kiss because they had an infamous kiss episode where um, Roseanne is kissed in a lesbian bar. That's right. That uh, li- uh, I forget by who Mariel Hemingway yes. from Personal Best kisses Roseanne. Right, and it was such a I can't believe there was a fuss. It was literally like it was a very chaste. She plants a kiss on Roseanne who like wipes her mouth off. I mean, she's yeah. like so confused by it, you know, and she's she feels bad that she's cheated on it. But that's not even the episode <laughs> I'm talking about. Their their friend Nancy. Uh, comes out and, and um you know it's just it was a funny coming out scene yes. which i liked but of course it was roseanne for which uh whatever people have said about roseanne later she had a very welcoming show for she had a lot of gay people on that she show. did um so it was uh but yeah it's uh that was a very funny moment all right tara all right. what about your top five all right let's see we got mm. well there's a few i've already talked about so we got one day at a time. Great. We've got um, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to skip over those. Okay. Um, I'll go to uh, something I've already mentioned earlier. Um, little Grey's Anatomy. One of my faves. And Callie Torres, who plays, uh, she's bisexual. And uh, she essentially, she starts dating Arizona Robbins um, in, in a more serious relationship. And she has to come out to her parents. Um, and it does not go well. <laughs> um, they are Catholic, mm. and she wants to um, get married. And they are—they do show up to um, plan the wedding, and to essentially they're going to have the wedding, and they're there to kind of go through all the rigmarole. Um, but then her mom, especially, is totally unsupportive, mm. um, and so it makes her a very awkward. Lots of awkward situations and times during their. You know, essentially their their wedding rehearsal and everything mm-hmm. that they're going through for all of that, and um, you know, some very tough conversations about you know, I can't believe that you know you're that you know you have this child and it's coming. It's very, it's pretty tough, yeah. pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, some of the conversations that she has with her dad. Um, so there's a lot of different dynamics where he is not really supportive, but he's much more supportive than the mother. Mm. Um, so they have some very tough conversations, but I really liked how it was done. And they, you know, with a TV show, you have years and years to, to develop these characters. So, you know, seasons later, the father finally, you know, comes around to be more supportive, okay. um, especially of Arizona. So, <laughs> you know, the, the mom, you never, you never really see too much of her, um, but there is a, you know, something um, to be said about they really uh, spent time on, uh, you know, it doesn't always end up the way you want it to end up, and there's not always like a fairy tale ending. Um, so you know, they have, you know, it's kind of I liked how they had that the difficulty continue. It's not kind of like a one and done mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Uh, a lot, even though it was it was hard to watch in some some parts. So, uh, yeah. Um, so the other one I'll talk about is uh, recent, which is Batwoman. Nice. So the coming out of Batwoman uh, happened a few weeks ago, and she came out as a lesbian. It was actually um, kind of a 
I'm gonna say comical episode, but they essentially have Bat uh, Batwoman, Kate Kane. Um, and this show, I'm liking more and more every episode that I watch, oh, especially um, episode five on. So we give it a few episodes. It's a little okay. slow. It's really hard to get past uh, Ruby Rose's accent, right. where she's trying to hide her accent. Um, but she, you know, eventually it gets into a groove. Um, and so this particular episode, she is rescued by a well she's not rescued this cop this handsome cop happens to kind of be there and when she's already done the rescuing of all the people and then he just kind of like swoops in and he's there and they get their picture taken a lot you know know, whatever so the whole the public is like oh you and whatever they call him you know cop charming or whatever they're calling him I don't remember, but something like that. Uh, you know, oh, you should be with Batwoman, you, you know, whatever. So then the B storyline is a uh, hacker essentially has hacked the city and, you know, hacked the mayor and all everybody. They're demanding everybody pay like a, a ransom essentially mm. or all their personal information will be released. Right. So Kate uh, and her all her technology in the Batcave trace it back <laughs> to a younger person, a young girl. And so essentially Batwoman crashes the uh this like the school dance. Oh wow. So she crash she literally like crashes like through <laughs> like everyone's dancing on the dance floor and she's like there and she makes this like who you know Who's like so? She uses like this bomb. It's like very complicated. She uses this thing that like turns off all the power, and the one hacker's phone will stay on, right? Oh boy! So she's everyone's like, "Cool, Batwoman, selfie, you know." Um, and so she does her bomb thing that essentially turns off everyone's phone except for the hackers, and you know this person's running away out of the school dance, and she follows her into a bathroom. Okay, um, and it's a young girl, and essentially she, um explains to Batwoman saying, you know, yes, I did it. You know, I never was going to, because in the first scene, Batwoman has to save all these people from a train that's going to be crashed because the hacker's taken it over and hmm. said, you know, um, if you don't give me this money, I'm going to crash the train. But Batwoman saves it. She says, I was never going to crash the train. It was rigged to stop. I just wanted to, you know, I really wanted people to to essentially give me this money because I ha- I have to get out of here. My, my parents are really terrible. They hmm. don't. You know, this whole thing was a little extreme. Okay. She's like hacking city things. Okay. Um, so it was a little extreme, but you know, she ends up being very likable, this girl, um, saying, you know, I need to get money, um, uh, to, to get out of here. You know, like my, my parents aren't accepting. You know, I told them, I told them I was gay and essentially saying about when you don't know what it's like, you don't, you know, you don't, <laughs> there's no one like me out there. You know, you don't understand how hard it is. And, you know, I shouldn't have done that, but I, you know, I need to get out of here. Um, so, of course, Batwoman has kind of like a, oh, man, what am I doing? Am I lying to the people of Gotham? Um, so, things happen. Uh, at the end, um, essentially, she has to show her true self to this hacker girl oh, um, to, in order to save her life. It's a very huh. dire situation. She okay. has to choose between staying secret, her identity, um, and revealing herself. Um, and she chooses to reveal herself. Okay. And uh, she says, holy crap, you're Kate Kane. What? You're like me. And of course, then the choice has to be made as from the hacker. Do I spill the beans to everybody about Kate Kane? Or what do I do? Yeah. So she chooses to protect Kate Kane and you know, thank her for all her help. So... Um, Kate Kane doesn't have to come out. Her her identity is safe. Right. But then she says, 
Um, there's some flashbacks in between this from this episode of, you know, her kind of discovering, you know, her feelings, her feelings for this other character in the show um, and saying, you know, I, I think that it's obviously important for me to put myself out there mm-hmm. and for all of the people like this that are um, really struggling and that need um, need someone to look up to that's like them. So she um, essentially comes out uh, the the final shot there is of her article in Catco magazine nice. and her interview with Cara Danvers oh. about how she reveals herself as a lesbian. So Batwoman. Yes, Batwoman. Got it. So it's yeah, she does not reveal herself as Cat Kate Kane. Yes. But she does re- reveal herself as a lesbian awesome. and then kind of puts aside all those rumors of her in this hunky cop that she's <laughs> constantly that everyone is really shipping her with. So she puts that to rest. Um, and I just thought it was important because it's, you know, it's um, timely. It's happening now. It's the first openly um, lesbian superhero, yeah. uh, especially on a national network. It's so amazing. it's a kind of big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. And I do like the way, I mean, it was kind of cheesy and convenient that this hacker is, you know, but it's television. Yikes. And it had, you know, it was a nice episode. And I really like the way that they're, um, they're, Handling, you know, they're putting in LGBTQ themes, but it's not the focus of the show. And I like how they're doing it so yes. far. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And Ro, he is getting in here. <laughs> I think Ro wants us to yeah, wrap it up. Yeah, Rose. <laughs> He's had a long day. <laughs> I he went hiking earlier. Yeah. All right. Well, if you have any of your own uh, favorite coming out moments on TV, you can always share them with us on our Twitter at, at SNO Podcast or at She Nerds Out Podcast on the gram or the Facebook. You can always send us an email at She Nerds Out at gmail.com. And until next time, She Nerds Out. out. She Nerds Out. We're girls that like girls that like nerds.